Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rimple. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Carl, today we're continuing our series on job searching in a difficult job market. It's a nasty job market. And today we're actually starting with this whole idea of getting comfortable with who you are. And one of the ways that we've decided to kind of frame this is finding your voice. That's right. So that you're showing up authentic and comfortably. That's really what we're trying to do is get out of this kind of fear mode that the whole country's in, this kind of super cautious, super conservative, oh my gosh, there's nothing out there. And that comes across and makes it hard to sell yourself, make selling yourself feel, you know, dirty instead of just natural. Some of the ways that we want to be able to do this is to actually approach this in a, in a different way than just, and I'm looking for a job and I'm desperate, but really looking at an opportunity for a next learning experience. That's right. Because the categories that are out there, you know, when you're looking at job descriptions, you're being categorized and you're trying to fit yourself into these narrow categories that you don't fit. So am I this or am I that? And when people ask you, you know, what do you want to do? The first thing they're looking for is, are you an engineer? Are you a administrator? Unless we know exactly what we want to do, that's hard. So what we're going to do with our language today is come up with ways to describe what we want and what we bring to the table in terms of ourselves. So that um, without changing the subject, we can describe what kind of position we're looking for. It might be, you know, in a certain field. And so we'd want to get articulate on what we want to do in that field. It might be a certain role we fill. I'm looking for someone who needs a team that needs help in certain functions. And I can help you X, Y, and Z. And so that as we're describing, talking about the jobs, we're actually talking about what we want to do. And without even doing any big work, we're kind of self-narrowing the field down. So the jobs that are attractive to us and the employers to whom we are attractive, you know, match. So when we ask, what do we want, Carl? What's a way to start this? I mean, because that can be such a broad category of what we want. I mean, you know, it just becomes... Kind of nebulous. I want a job. I want a job in publishing. I want, you know, a job in nursing or something like that. How do we get from that being such a broad category to something that's very specific? The best way to get at that, if nothing just jumps out, like if you don't, ha- if you feel like I don't know what I want and it's just a bunch of job stuff, what we're looking for is the part of work that we connect most deeply with. So, for example, it might be you're looking for a certain kind of team. But you work well with people and you want to be a part of this interactive, collaborative effort in whatever field your training to date is in. If your training to date is in, for example, computer programming, you don't want to just go somewhere and look at for computer programming jobs because what you really want is you want to be a part of this collaborative process where everybody's bringing their stuff to the table and new ideas come out of that. And then you go back and you try and put that down into code and come back. Now, another person might really want to um, you know, focus and push on something and they like working by themselves. And they just, wow, if you just gave me something to accomplish on this computer program that you guys are putting together and just let me go off and be by myself, I'd be able to come up with things you wouldn't believe how great it is. So what you're describing, what you in that case, what you want is this kind of focused private environment where you take a you can see a project from beginning to end and you know 
get a loan and then you become so protective. Well, it sounds like what you're suggesting is really not limiting yourself to a certain profession or category of work or any sort of label. It sounds like you're looking at sort of a bit of a broader interpretation of what we want. And that possibly is because we we may have to make some compromises. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know how you function best, you're, you're immediately handicapped. So those examples had to do with kind of how you work with or without other people. And you know what kind of envi- you know, team environment you want to get into. And what we do is across all the things that go on at work, if we think through what works best for us and get comfortable in describing that, we have these categories to start narrowing down for ourselves what we want. Well, it's interesting because if you are spending a lot of time on these job search engines, it's almost as To sift through it, you have to pick a category. You have to pick, I'm an accountant. I'm looking at business. I'm looking at, you know, medicine or cardiologist. And the reality is, for the most part, if you're a cardiologist in need of work, you're probably not listening to our podcast, nor are you in a situation Mm -hmm. where you're, this job search is different because that kind of the key professional is probably not the reality for most of the job market. The reality is many of us have worked in different places and we carry skills from job to job, but it's not necessarily in the same type of business. And so, I mean, that's really who we're, we're focusing on is that person that sort of like, well, I don't, I don't want to pick a category that's just business because, you know, I'd be happy to be in like an amusement park or, you know, uh, mm-hmm. a place where I can use different skill sets, but not necessarily in the same category of work. Exactly. So now let's shift to another category that you could think along besides your team style. Another one might be like where you want to go with your career. So for example, some people want to master what they do and dwell in it and become proficient at the expert and do that. They like the cycles of the year within that position and they own it and they master it. They, they love that. There's other people who like change, are ambitious, like moving you know, up the corporate ladder. They want to learn something new. They want to expand their responsibilities. They want to take what's next, what's next, and they're constantly in motion. So that's very important to know about yourself. Are you looking for something where there's goals and, you know, milestones and achievements that you can accomplish, and that will make it an interesting place that it's worth working hard at? Or do you like the cycles and the routines and the, the ownership of the process, you know, because each of those people would be very unhappy in the other position. And so you just become, the more you are comfortable with your own style, the more comfortably it comes across when you describe it to other people. And the more attractive you become as a candidate for that sort of position. Part of the goal in our series this week is to, you know, have people be getting comfortable with themselves as a person who can be hired and authentically be yourself. And I think we spend a lot of time wishing we had other skills that we don't or, or lamenting that we're not X, X, Y, and Z. We neglect those things that make us good workers, like that you're organized, that you're, you know, listen to instructions, that you're able to learn quickly, mm-hmm. that, um, that those things that people look for in that will set you apart from someone who may have a hard time working on a team or who just their working style may be more narrow. And both of those are extremely attractive to different kinds of employers. You know, some things are set up for people to work on independently, and they do not want the person, anybody checking in with them. Is this what you want? Is this what you're looking for? They want them to run independently. Others are very collaborative, and if you don't check in, and if you can't make room for feedback and other opinions, then that doesn't work well. So 
again, we want to take the value-laden judgments of the culture off of different positions and just get comfortable so that you're attractive to the right kind of employer or the kind of position you're looking for. Relating with supervisors is another one. Do you like doing your job well? You'd work great with supervisors who know what they want and they don't have enough hands and legs and help me do this and we can make this happen together. Tell me what you want. Well, here's what I want. Okay, I'll do it for you. You're done. Go be free. Do what you, what you need to do. That's a great skill and very much needed. Now, on the other hand, other people say, just give me the goal. They want their supervisor, just give me the goal. Then I want to figure out how to get there. I want to put all the pieces together. I want to solve the problem. That's the fun part for me. Um, so do you see how they, they both exist, but if you're one of those persons and you end up in the other type of position, it would drive you nuts. This goal-oriented person would die if their supervisor told them exactly how they wanted it done. The organized person would die if you just said, well, here's the goal. I don't care how you get there. So really what we want to see here is just this is the this is the time or the place where you're really honest with yourself, you know, about what you like, what you can do, what you are not good at and what because the purpose is not for you to go get a job that you're going to hate and not be good at and then have a horrible experience in. I mean, that's not exactly the point is the point is to work within your strengths. So just sort of be aware of who you are, what you want, what you can do, what you're good at. And those things give you confidence. Exactly. Concentrating on the other things don't give you confidence. Right. And that's what this series is about, is this comfort. So we can get off the couch and we're not nervous going to these interviews that we're comfortable who we are and what we bring to the table. And now, I mean, our practical step really from moving this to just pep talk with yourself is really updating your resume so that it is consistent with those strengths and those things that you are comfortable with. Exactly. So what we've done, and um, which we will point to today, but what we've already done a very thorough explanation of on an earlier series on branding your resume, which is available online, is we want to organize our resume in such a way that what we're communicating is not just the job history, but we're organizing our job history in terms of what we call your main three to five professional distinctives. You know, what you bring to the table, what you want to do. You're a very organized person. And what you bring to the table is this ability to organize complex schedules and teens and processes and make it run very smoothly. That'd be an example of an organizational. That'd be an example. And then your resume is all the practical things that you've actually done that demonstrate what a good organizer you are. And if you are um, good with people and can work with a lot of different working styles and make things happen, lots happen with large groups, highlight that. And then your job history, you demonstrate all the things you've done wherever you've worked, demonstrates, that's where you want to be real practical, and show that you, in fact, have done this. Well, and as you mentioned before, we did do a podcast where we extensively went through reinventing your resume and fusing Mm -hmm. it with the strengths. And I want to point out to our listeners that that is available on iTunes and you can download it for your uh, future listening if that's something you're interested in taking a a listen to. And we're also available, I think you offer revamping the resume services too, and you can contact us on the website and get a hold of Carl that way. Yeah, we would love to come alongside anything you're trying to do and help you articulate what you you are and what you bring to the table. Next week, we'll actually be talking about sort of the next step after you've decided what you want and what you bring to the table and another way of getting comfortable with yourself in networking and relationships. 
Exactly. Now we're going to take the conversation out to those who are um, around us. All right. Well, I hope you'll join us next week as we continue in our series on job searching in a difficult market. Please join us on the web at boldenterprises.com. See you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.